Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets. Hello and welcome to the Weekly Outlook at XM.com. Next week, we'll get the jobs report for June out of the U.S., where investors will also be waiting for the ISM PMIs. In addition, the RBA will meet for its July policy decision. And over in Japan, could next week's data help turn the tide for the battered yen? I'm Maria Pashardavis, and joining me to discuss all this is lead investment analyst Rafi Boyajian. So Rafi, let's start over in the U.S., where we'll get the non-farm payrolls report for June. Also, the ISM manufacturing and non-manufacturing PMIs will be out on Monday and Thursday, respectively, in addition to the minutes of the Fed's June policy meeting on Wednesday. What data will investors be watching most closely, and how might these figures impact the dollar? Well, Maria, I think we can be certain that the non-farm payrolls report will attract uh, the most uh, attention. Uh, so what we're seeing in the markets right now is that uh, investors are finally starting to come around to uh, the Fed's communication that they do intend to tighten policy further this year, potentially uh, two more times. Um, and we're seeing you know, market expectations uh, in Fed fund futures uh, shift towards that. So we've already seen uh, a significant uh, retracement in the dollar following you know, the start of the month of June uh, on the back foot. Uh, so we've already seen quite a significant movement there. Uh, as we hear, Powell has actually made a number of public appearances uh, since that June decision. Uh, and we're finally starting to see investors kind of maybe be more convinced that the Fed isn't done yet with any rate increases, but the Fed isn't decided, at least they're not decided uh, on the timing of each of those uh, rate increases. Uh, so there's this question mark whether are they going to raise rates again in July, or is it going to be later in September, maybe even um, the next hike might not come until uh, the uh, early November decision. Um, and a lot of that will probably be riding on the data. We've got the jobs report, of course. Uh, the last month was pretty strong. Uh, we could see potential slowdown for the uh, month of June. The forecasts, uh, they've been, they're stuck around to the 200K figure. Uh, and again, for June, uh, most analysts expect uh, non-farm pay payrolls to have risen by around 200,000. Uh, uh, what's interesting though is that we've been seeing the jobless rate uh, tick up uh, a little bit. So um, even if we were to get a solid number uh, of, uh, you know, an increase in payrolls, uh, if the jobless rate also uh, ticks higher, continues to tick higher, then that might suggest that maybe uh, things are slowing down in the labor market. Uh, also, wage growth will be important too, uh, but it's quite possible that we might not get a clear uh, sense of where things, that, where things stand with the jobs report. So clearly, the ISM uh, PMI surveys will be very important as well uh, to see, you know, that these are, of course, most, somewhat more forward looking. Uh, they give us indication of, you know, whether businesses are intending to continue to hire more or less uh, people, uh, what prices are they charging. Um, so all of this will be very important to get uh, some kind of an indication what the Fed is likely to do uh, in July. So clearly, uh, a strong set of data uh, would bolster expectations of a July rate hike. Uh, but uh, with the dollar, uh, as I said, it's already retraced quite a bit of its June losses. So maybe the potential gains might be limited even uh, in the face of uh, uh, fairly happy data. 
Okay, moving over to Australia now. The RBA will meet on Tuesday for its July policy decision. Policymakers hiked rates back in May and June. Do you think we're likely to see a third hike now? Well, it's probably going to be a close call for the RBA. Uh, at the we, we saw in the minutes that uh, the last decision was finely balanced, uh, and things are looking finely balanced again uh, for the uh, July decision because we did get a very strong uh, jobs report uh, last time out of Australia, uh, but then uh, most recently we got uh, the monthly consumer price index, which uh, actually fell to 5.6%. Uh, that's a multi-month uh, low. Things are clearly improving on the inflation front in Australia, at least for the time being. Uh, the last set of PMIs, the flash PMIs for June, were uh, somewhat soft, a little bit worrying. Uh, so um, it depends on whether or not the RBA is going to put more weight on the employment data or more weight uh, on the inflation data. Uh, so, but given that they did hike twice in a row, maybe they can afford to uh, stay on hold for one meeting and then wait to see whether or not there's going to be uh, continued strength in the labor market before hiking again. Uh, so it's possible that the uh, for when it comes to the Australian dollar, we might not see a huge response uh, there. Um, uh, at the very least, though, the RBA uh, will probably keep the door wide open for further rate increases, even if they do keep things on hold. Uh, so the RBA, the, probably there's limited downside there, maybe some gains, especially uh, if you were to get uh, some positive PMI numbers out of China as well. So that will be uh, fairly significant for the Aussie too, given all the concerns we're getting uh, about uh, the Chinese economic recovery. And finally, over in Japan, the Bank of Japan is still refusing to change its policy course. Can you tell us a bit about the economic situation there and what, if anything, could provide some relief for the struggling yen? Well, there's a lot of actually positive things to say about the Japanese economy right now. Uh, seems doing to be doing fairly well. Uh, we've got the Tankan quarterly business survey coming out uh, on Monday. Uh, so, and the forecasts are basically uh, suggest that uh, business, businesses will uh, be more confident about the upcoming quarter. Um, and so if that's, uh, th that outlook is shared among across the Japanese businesses, both among manufacturing, non-manufacturing, large and small businesses, that would really give us a uh, you know, good, good idea that uh, things are really uh, on, on the right path uh, as far as the Japanese economy is concerned. Inflation, though, uh, does appear to be leveling off, uh, and that's one of the things that why the Bank of Japan is hesitating about uh, starting to uh, you know, tighten policy because they want to see sustainable inflation, and to get sustainable inflation, they would have to get uh, they would have to get higher wage growth. Uh, and on Friday, uh, we will be getting some uh, wage growth uh, data out of Japan. So maybe if we see a pickup there, uh, that could potentially uh, heighten speculation of a policy shift from the BOJ uh, as early as the July decision. For now, though, uh, markets uh, are believing the BOJ. Uh, uh, when it says that uh, it doesn't intend on changing policy anytime soon, and that's why we're seeing the yen come under uh, such pressure. But maybe uh, if we get uh, overall, everything kind of uh, is looking rather uh, rosy next week from Japan's, uh, Japanese data, uh, maybe the, and we see some heightened speculation of an early policy shift, maybe the, the yen uh, might be due for uh, positive correction. Rafi, thanks so much. And thanks for joining us at XM.com for this weekly outlook.
Thank you for listening to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com. For more in-depth technical and fundamental analysis, be sure to visit www.xm.com forward slash research.